Here we go. Second to last daf of Psachim. Four lines from the top of the page. Kuf chof. masni hachi. Yesterday we learned that the same way you're not allowed to eat anything after the carbon Pesach, you're also not allowed to eat after the Afikomen nowadays, right? That's what we learned yesterday. Marzutra learned the opposite. Marzutra says, Omar Rabbi Yosef, Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Omar Shmuel, that Rabbi Yosef was quoting Rabbi Yehuda, who was quoting Shmuel, that nowadays that we don't have a carbon Pesach, it absolutely is allowed to eat whatever you want after eating the matzah of the afikoyman. Name him as Says the Gemara, perhaps we have a mitzvah that seems to prove that this is the case. In maftir nachar pesach afikoyman, that you're not. Achar pesach deloy avol achar matzah maftir. You see from the Mishnah, what does the Mishnah say? You're not allowed to eat anything after the Pesach, but you can make a diuk. We can infer that if you don't have a carbon Pesach and all you're eating is matzah, it would be allowed to eat following the matzah afikon. That's what it seems from the Mishnah. That's the diuk. Says the Gemara, that eh, not a good diuk. No, we don't like that. Okay, in other words, not necessarily that the Allah is wrong, but there's no proof from the Mishnah. How so? Because perhaps our Mishnah, like we explained earlier, we had this, uh, you know, it's very common in Gemara. Perhaps the Mishnah is giving us a laimi bite. That there are certain things that we should take for, for granted. The Mishnah doesn't even need to tell us that. Meaning, laimi bite, achar matzah, timing. When you've eaten a matzah afikomen, where the taste is very weak, right? Matzah doesn't have a long, lingering taste. Avala, uh, so the halacha is you're not allowed to eat. But perhaps I might think that after eating a carbon Pesach, it is permitted to eat. Why? Because lamb chops are very tasty and the taste will linger in my mouth. Despite the fact that I'm eating afterwards, I would say there's no problem with eating afterwards. Therefore, the Mishnah lets us know that not only is it forbidden to eat after a matzah, it is even forbidden to eat after a Karban Pesach, Meisve, they asked a challenging question. These were the types of matzahs we were exposed to yesterday, these special matzahs made out of honey, um, uh, you know, with other ingredients, or like a sponge matzah, the art school had translated it when I was looking this through, I'm not sure exactly how you get a sponge matzah, not sure what ingredients are put in there, but the halacha is, a person could fill up his crease, so I fill up his stomach, his belly, Start to get full. As long as you have a kazayas of kosher matzah, right? You can't fulfill your mitzvah of matzah with sponge matzah, honey matzah. It's got to be flour and water. As long as I'm able to eat the size of a kazayas, I can eat other matzahs leading up to the regular matzah. Now it seems that you're, you're allowed to eat this. You're allowed to eat these if you eat the kosher matzah at the end. <coughs> but it seems very shine It seems at the beginning of a Suda, it's not allowed. So Gemara says same thing. Let me buy kamar. Let me buy shine. No, certainly beginning of the meal, the gokalate of it, where people are eating to get their juices flowing, right, to get their appetite going. Uh, that's certainly over there. But I would say at the end of the of the Pesach Seder, the Osi Lemechlachilas Gas, where it may turn my matzah. 
a kosher matzah into achilas gasa, which is not considered achila at all. Overeating is not considered eating a malite. I would say it's not allowed. Kamashlon, the price lets us know that you're allowed to eat these matzahs both at the beginning of the meal and towards the end of the meal, as long as the last matzah that you eat is a kosher matzah. It's okay. All right. That's the end of that discussion. And now we're up to two dots, about a third of the way down on Kufchov Amar Aleph. Amar Rab. Let's talk for a moment to introduce this Gemara. A couple of daf ago, we discussed that matzah is a mitzvah de oraisa. It's a biblical command nowadays. But marar is rabbinic. Here's the problem. The Torah tells us the carbon Pesach has to be eaten with matzah and marar. So isn't marar biblical? Isn't marar a chiv da'iraisa, a biblical obligation? So what are you going to say? And I'm going through the Gemara. This is the Gemara is going to say. What are you going to say? Oh, that was when you have a carbon Pesach and needs to be eaten with matzah marar. Then it's biblical. But nowadays that there's no car, there's no carbon Pesach. So marar is only rabbinic. Because it says, al The carbon Pesach should be eaten with matzah and marar. If there's no marar, I'm sorry, if there's no Pesach, there's no obligation of Mar. What's going to be the obvious question? Well, then there shouldn't be a Chiyav of Matzah either. Because the Torah says, the Kabbalah Pesach is eaten on Matzah Zumerer. So why don't we make a Diyav by Matzah too? Oh, Matzah is only uh, biblical if you have a Kabbalah Pesach. Nowadays, that there's no Kabbalah Pesach, Matzah shouldn't be biblical either. Okay? So this is what the Gemara is going to have to come to explain to us. Why there's a difference nowadays? Matzah is the oraisa, mar is the rabbanon. What's going on? Where does it come from? And what's the bottom line? So Amar Rava, Rava says matzah is manazed oraisa. The chi of matzah nowadays that we don't have a carbon pesach is the oraisa is biblical. Umarar the rabbanon and mar is only a mitzvah midirabbanon. It's a rabbinical obligation. Says the Gemara, Maishna Mar. Why is mar? Any different than matzah? Because it says in the Torah that the carbon pesach is eaten with matzah mar. When you have a carbon pesach, there's a biblical obligation of mar. There's no carbon pesach like a mar. There's no, there's no biblical obligation of mar. Uh, very good. So the Gemara is going to ask the question that we spoke out. Very nice. Okay. So you explained to me why mar is only rabbinic because there's no carbon pesach. Same as you says the matzah. By matzah, it seems to be as well. It should only be biblical as long as there's a carbon pesach. If there's no carbon pesach, it should also be rabbinic like the maror. Answers the Gemara. Uh, there's another pasuk. The reason why matzah nowadays is biblical is because there's another pasuk, a separate pasuk, which tells us about the chi of matzah and has nothing to do with the carbon pesach. It says, In the evening you need to eat matzah. And this is an independent pasuk. This is a separate obligation from the carbon pesach. So one pasuk tells me that when you have a carbon pesach, it's all matzah zumerer. The carbon pesach should be eaten with matzah maror. And there's another pasuk telling me that always is independent of the pesach. In the evening of pesach, you're going to eat matzah biblically. Whether or not the carbon pesach is there, okay. However, Rav Yaakov Amr, Rav Yaakov says no, that's incorrect. He actually disagrees with Rava 
who says that matzah nowadays is biblical, is that right? And he says, absolutely not. Matzah and are the same nowadays. They're both rabbinic. He says, either way, it's a din de rabban. Okay, it says the Gemara, but one second. What's he going to do with the Pasuk that says, that you, all, that you have a biblical obligation to eat matzah in the evening? What's he going to do with that verse? But it says in the evening, you got to eat matzah, which seems to be independent of the carbon Pesach. No. That's talking about beautiful. Listen to this. This is talking about somebody who's going to have a Pesach Sheni. Think about it. You have somebody who's Tomei or far away. Are they obligated in the carbon Pesach? No. But what do they have? A Pesach Sheni. Let me ask you a question. Even though in one month they're going to have a Pesach Sheni, does that mean they shouldn't eat matzah and maror on Pesach Rishon? You don't have to be tahar. You don't have to be pure teat matzah. You don't have to be tahar. You don't need to be pure teat maror. So even though they can't take part in the carbon Pesach, maybe they're still obligated in the matzah maror. Or is it not? Beautiful, okay? What do you do with somebody who's Tomei on Pesach Rishon? So it says the Gemara like this. I would have thought to say, Listen, they're going to have, they're going to eat the carbon Pesach in a month from now. In 30 days, in the month of Eor, they're going to have the carbon Pesach. So matzah mar nami lenechem. Maybe they should, the same way they're waiting for the carbon Pesach, I would say, wait for your matzah and your mark. Therefore the Torah lets us know that no, be'erev toichlu matzah, in the evening eat matzah. Again, it's not telling me Says Rav Yaakov, it's not telling me that nowadays matzah is biblical. No. Nowadays matzah is rabbinical. So why does it say in the evening eat matzah? That's talking about somebody who's Tomei or far away. That even though they're going to eat the Goran Pesach in a month, still you have a chiv to eat your matzah on Pesach Rishon. The Rav Amarloch, Rav is going to say back to Rav Yaakov, by somebody who's Tomei or Derech Chayka, I don't need a pasuk to tell me you're obligated to matzah mar. Why? It's like garmi aro b'neinecha. There's no, they're no worse than somebody who doesn't have a bris mila, or somebody who is a ben nechar, somebody who is what we call a mummer, somebody who goes off the derech uh, from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They are obligated to eat matzah. They are obligated to eat mar, even though they're not allowed to partake in the carbon pesach. The tiny we learned in the brayzer kol aro layecha b'ay. Uh, Aurel is not allowed to eat from it. What does it mean, it? Bo, from a carbon Pesach, in o ochel. He's not allowed to eat. Abo ochel, matzo, mar. But he's obligated to eat matzah and mar. So says Rava that matzah nowadays is the oraisa. Aye. So um, what are you going to say? If matzah nowadays is midairaisa, um, how are you going to know that a Tomei or a Derech Rechoka is still obligated to eat matzah on Pesach Rishon? It says Rav logic. The same way as somebody without a Brismila has, who doesn't partake of the carbon Pesach needs to eat matzah and mar, so too somebody who's Tomei still needs to eat matzah and mar. I don't need a verse to tell me that. V'idach. Why doesn't Rav Achabar Yaakov agree with this logic? So Rav Achabar Yaakov is going to say, Ksiv Baha'i, it says over here, by, by uh, the Arel and the Ben Nechar, um, specifically that you're not allowed to eat from the carbon Pesach, Uksiv Baha'i. And it says also by somebody who's Tomei Utrichi, and therefore we need both. Meaning, says Rabbi Yaakov, beautiful. Here's his response to Rav. Rav, according to you, you're saying logic dictates 
there's no difference whatsoever between an RL and somebody who's coming. Well, guess what? If there's no difference, why does the Torah need to give me psukim by both situations? Just mention a pasuk by one, and I'll know the other, according to you, that they're no different. From the fact that the Torah gives me a halacha specific to an RL and a Ben Eichar, and a separate pasuk telling me a, separ- a, a, a specific to the halacha of a Tamei person and a, and a Derech Rechaika, it must be each one's in its own category, and you cannot rely on your logic to say that the halachos go hand in hand. Period. Says the Gemara to end off, what is the halacha? We've established that maror without a carbon Pesach is Midrabonon, it's rabbinic. What's the status of matzah? We have machlokas. Rava says matzah is biblical nowadays. And Rav Yaakov says matzah is rabbinic nowadays. Who's right? The Gemara ends off as follows. Tanya Kavasi the Rava, we have a brysa which seems to back up Rava. Now I want to... Um, let's read this through. I was going to think by the way I should introduce it, but let's, let's, uh, let's read this through and we'll, we'll, we'll articulate this as we go through. We have a brisa that seems to back up Rava. Make sure to look at these words. For six days you should eat matzah. Does that bother anybody? For six days, really? Is Pesach for six days? What's going on? And on the seventh day, that is in that's a holy day where everybody gets together for Hashem. What's going on? Says the Gemara Adrasha. Just like matzah on the seventh day is a rishos. Now, how do you know matzah on the seventh day? There's no obligation to eat matzah on the seventh day of Pesach. So the Rashbam says, because this Pasuk is separating it from six days. You hear it like this. It says six days you eat matzah and the seventh day is an atzeres. That means the seventh day there's no matzah. Or else why did I say six days of matzah? Nachon? You're following? Six days of matzah. Why did I say the seventh day? It must be the seventh day there's no of matzah. Well... If the seventh day there's no obligation, so Mashvi Rishos, it's letting me know that even the first six days there's no Chi of Matzah. My time up. Since the Torah could have just written that you should eat Matzah throughout the Yom Tif, it's a general category, and we excluded it, the Yotzam in Lamid. And we're excluding it from the previous six days. Why are we separating the seventh day? It must be it's there to teach me an exclusion. I'm, I'm separating the seventh day from the previous six. How does that work in Drasha Satera? The rule is it's not coming to teach me a halacha about itself. Rather, it's coming to teach me a halacha even about the previous days. Meaning, in the same way, on day number seven, there's no chi of matzah. 
so too on day number one, day number two, day number three, day number four, day number five, day number six, there's no chiyav to eat matzah, which we know is the halacha. Does anybody say that you have to eat a kezayis of matzah on the first day of Pesach? No. At the, the first night, we're obligated, right? The first night at the Pesach Seder, we're going to be obligated. Says the Gemara, I might think that it's referring to the, the Gansa Yomtev. Maybe it's talking about the entire evening. Even the first night, it's only, uh, it's only a Rishos to eat matzah. Talmud Leimar, no. Al matzah, sumerayrim, yechluhu. Ain't the yellow, bismash, bismikdash kayim. Bismash, bismikdash kayim. Minayin, how do you know that even nowadays, all the days are excluded, but the evening, the evening of Erev Pesach, meaning that first night of Pesach, there's a chi of matzah, the Torah establishes an obligation. So practically speaking, again, we said we had a dispute between Rav and Rav Achabar Yaakov. Rav says that matzah nowadays is biblical. Rav Achabar Yaakov says matzah nowadays is rabbinic. Bottom line, Matzah nowadays is biblical. It is a chiyuv, the iraisa, because the days are excluded. However, the Pasuk tells me, the evening of Pesach, the first night of Pesach, whether or not a carbon was brought, there's a chiyuv. So nowadays, there's no carbon Pesach, yet the chiyuv remains. Period, end of, uh, period, end of that topic of Mishnah. And now we begin the next Mishnah. We are on the last line of Okay, next mission. Alright, next mission. Here we go. We learned previously that the Karbam Pesach had to be eaten in one sitting in one home. Right? We also learned that when it comes to Hilchas Brachos, the laws of blessings. So, Hesech Hadas, when a person has a change of mind, okay, a break. First, has Hesech Hadas. Person has a break in their mind. That oblig- that, that like breaks up the sitting, you know, and it's like a, now it's like a new suda, right? Sometimes you even have to make a uh, entirely new blessing. So here's what happened in the Mishnah. Yeshno Mikzasan Yaichelu. You have a whole group of, of people sitting down to join for the carbon Pesach, and it's a boring Seder. The guy's telling too many divrei Tyra. All right? You wanna you wanna give a class, give a class after we have the food. All right? Serve serve the food and then you can speak. The guy's taking a little too long over here. So what happens? Some of the people at the Seder table fall asleep. Sounds familiar, right? So Yashnai Mikzasan Yachelu. Some of the people eating <clears throat> fall asleep. The halacha is even when they wake up, it's considered the same setting, it's considered the same eating. And you you it, it's not like a new seating of the carbon pesach. However, Kulan, if everybody falls asleep, lo yochelu, then if they wake up. Everybody falls asleep. If you wake up, you're now at Hetzach Hadas. Everybody's minds were separated from the Pesach Seder. And their eating of the Karban Pesach is now completed. They're not allowed to keep eating. It's like a new sitting. And Allah was, the Karban Pesach had to be eaten in one sitting. So if everybody falls asleep, done. 
All the extra meat need to be burnt. It's nicer. You're done. Rabbi Yaisi, I'm at top of Kufchaf Amud Beis. One twenty B, the top of Kuf Chaf Amud Beis. Rabbi Yaisi, I'm at. Rabbi Yaisi says, "Nis namnenu yaychel." If, even if everybody fell asleep, but if they were only hopping a drimmel, as they say, yeah, they were getting a little, uh, you know, they, they were dozing off. That's not considered sleeping. And then even if everybody's like, uh, you know, they're being bobbleheads, it's still okay. It's still okay. Near demu lo But if a mamish are sleeping, they can't eat. Okay? Now the Suda's over. Ha-Pesach achar chatzois metamayas hayadayim. The Mishnah is, ends off with an interesting halacha that after chatzos, after the proper time of eating, the Korban Pesach, will be it will make the hands that touch the carbon Pesach tame. Why? Because since the carbon Pesach, the Rashbam explains, since the carbon Pesach is permitted to be eaten only until Chatzos, once you pass Chatzos, it now has the status of Nosar, and now that it's nicer, it could be, it's metame your yadayim, pigol va nicer metame sayadayim, pigol nicer metame yadayim, okay? And therefore, once you pass Chatzais, it's now nicer. And, and uh, you, um, you must burn it. And you, I'm sorry, your, your hands become tummy shame. Okay. Period. End of the Mishnah. Says the Gemara. If they were dozing off, then they can keep going with the meal. But if they all fall asleep, stark. Yeah? If, they, if they're now, you know, everybody's out cold. So they, they, it's so... You're not allowed to eat anymore. Says Gemara, what's the difference between dozing off and shlofing? Yeah, what's the difference? Hechi dami minisnamni. Beautiful. Amar Vashi Vashi says, nim nim, tir tir. You're not sleeping and you're not up. How so? Kagom, for example, the kari leva ani. Okay? If somebody calls your name, you'd be like, oh, what, 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 what? Yeah, what, what, yeah, right? You good? However, la yada la dure svara. You can't really, like, uh, I don't understand what you were saying. If you remind him, you'd be like, oh, oh, yeah. Right? So kind of, I mean, basically to say it's kind of like a yes or no question. Yeah, you, you, your ears are listening, but your eyes are closed. Very, very foggy. Okay, that's considered dozing off, and that's not called sleeping. Anything past that would be called sleeping. Abai was sitting in front of Rabba, Chazad the Kamnimnim, and Rabba started to doze off. Amarle, he says to him, Minam Kanaim Mar, you fell asleep. Amarle, Rabba says, No, Minunne Kamanamnim, I didn't fall asleep. I was dozing off. Utanan, Nestamli Yechil, and Nerdmula Yechil, and therefore I'm still in good shape. I'm allowed to continue, um, I'm allowed to continue with my Afikaimim. Period. Two dots. Next part of the Mishnah said, A Pesach Achar Chatzais, Mitame Seyadayim. Once you pass Chatzos, the carbon Pesach is metame the hands. Says Gemara, Alma me Chatzos have Well, one premise we have to take from this Mishnah is that once the carbon Pesach passes Chatzos, midnight, it's now no, sir. Okay, that was the premise. Like, this is, what, this is what I explained. This is what we read. We read the Mishnah. Once you get past the time, it's no, sir. Now, until this Mishnah, we said the Korban Pesach is eaten that night. 
The next morning it's no sir. From this halacha, it seems to imply the Karman Pesach may only be eaten until Chatzos. And it becomes no sir even after midnight. Otherwise, why is it making the person's hands tummy? Mantana. Who's the author? Who's the Tana that agrees with this? That once you pass Chatzos, it is no sir. It says by the Korban Pesach, it's beaten on this night. Because Baruch Hu says, I'm going to pass through Mitzrayim on this night. When did Hashem pass through Mitzrayim? What time of the evening? At midnight. Right? At midnight he passed through. Malalon al Chatzais, just like when it says Balayla Zeh means until evening. Afkan al Chatzais. So too, it means until evening. Uh, I'm sorry, not until evening, until midnight. So too, the Karban Pesach can only be eaten until midnight. I'm going to Kiva. Rebbe Kiva said to Rebbe Ben Azariah, Bahaloi Nemar But it says you should eat the Karban Pesach very fast. Ad Shas Chipazain, which means until the morning, because that's Kaisal had to book out of there, right? We had to go in great haste. And that, uh, you know, and that had to wait till the morning. So the Gemara, so says Rabbi Akiva, so Im came out of Why are you going to tell me it says Balayla? I would think that, you know, by usually, by a Korban, you also have a night and a day. So I would have thought the Korban Pesach is not only, uh, not only could be eaten by night, but it would even have the next day. The reason why it says Balayla, says Rabbi Akiva, is to teach me that unlike other sacrifices of Kachim, the Kabran Pesach is limited to, uh, to nighttime. Okay? Bottom line is, we have a machlokas between Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Loza ben Azariah was of the opinion that the Kabran Pesach needed to be, uh, that you, you had to be finished eating the Kabran Pesach by Chatzos. Rabbi Akiva held you have all the way until the morning. And what was the Gemara's question? Who's the Tana of our Mishnah, which says that Kabran Pesach becomes no, uh, no sir at Chatzos? What's the answer now? Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, right? Because he's the one who argued on Rabbi Akiva. Okay, very good. Question? Yeah. Says the Gemara of Rabbi Akiva, Hai Hazeh Mayavadlai. What does Rabbi Akiva do with the Pasuk of Hazeh? What does he do with this evening of Loza ben Azariah? He said Hazeh means until midnight, the same way in Mitzrayim, Hashem stopped. Uh, Hashem went through the land of Mitzrayim at midnight. So Hazeh means only until midnight. What does Rabbi Akiva do with that Pasuk? Answers the Gemara, He used it to exclude to exclude an additional night. Maybe I would think you could eat Karim Pesach on a different night. Not only the first night of Pesach, but even the second night of Pesach. Why? I would have thought to say, A Karim Pesach has the status of a lighter Kachim, of Kachim Kalim. And we know it's in the Shlomim family. A Karim Pesach as we learned previously, and a carbon shlamim are part of the same family. Well, what's the halacha of a shlamim? The halacha of a shlamim is you have two days and one night to be eaten, to eat it. So I would say, I'll say, listen, okay, you, a shlamim is brought by day, so you have two days and a night. A pesach, which is only permitted to start being eaten by night, maybe you have two nights and a day. I would think the best we eaten the night of the 15th of Nisan, the day of the 16th, and the day following the 16th. Therefore says Rabbi Akiva, that's why it says the, writes the word Hazet, to teach me that the Korban Pesach only has one night 
to be eaten. But Allah bin Azari, Allah bin Azari is going to say, no, no, that's, a, that, that's not the reason for Hazad. I don't agree with that. Because the Torah tells me by the Quran Pesach, you're not allowed to leave it over till the morning. Well, if you're not allowed to leave it over till the morning, you certainly can't leave it over till the second night. So you don't need a verse to exclude that. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva is going to respond. He's going to say, no, Rabbi Loz ben Azariah, you're misunderstanding. Because Eli if the Torah wouldn't have written the word Azariah, I would have thought it means not the next morning after the first night. I would have thought it meant biker Shani. I would have thought it means that, oh, you should eat the Quran Pesach the first night, the first day, the second night, and don't leave it over till the second morning. And the writes Azariah, and on biker to teach me this night specifically, you have the entire night, but it just can't be left over till the morning. Rabbi is going to say, no. Morning means next morning. It does not mean the following morning. All right? It does not mean the second morning. It means this morning. Rabbi says, If a person eats matzah nowadays, after chatzais, unfortunately, hopefully it won't be this year, Pesach, maybe we'll have the Beis HaMikdash. But if... On if Chas Shalom we don't, so the matzah this year after Chatzai, so Blazben Azariah Layotechavos, according to Blazben Azariah, since the Afikoman represents the Karban Pesach, and the Karban Pesach had to be eaten before Chatzos, so if you didn't do it, you haven't fulfilled your mitzvah. Okay, this is where it comes from. You know, people say the Afikoman should be eaten before Chatzos. Ideally, this is because it now follows everybody's opinion, both of Blazben Azariah and Rabbi Akiva. Says the Gemara Pshita. Yeah, I can figure that out. You don't have to tell me that. Says the Gemara. Yeah, if a carbon pesach can't be in after chatzos, and that becoming represents the carbon pesach, so I shouldn't be allowed to eat it after chatzos. I shouldn't fulfill my mitzvah of eating after chatzos either. That's pretty simple. The Gemara says no. It wouldn't be so simple to think that. Mahu the tema. I would have thought to say. Since there's another pasuk that already came before the Hekish, meaning we said that in the evening there's a chi of matzah, there's an obligation to, there's an obligation to eat matzah, and that pasuk was independent from that verse was independent of the verse of Karban Pesach. So I would have thought that since there's a separate pasuk, maybe matzah has a longer time at night. Therefore, Rabbah tells us the chi ahadre kralamilsa kamaisa ahadre that when we, when we go back to the Chiyav of Matzah, we're going back to the original Pasuk of the, telling us the Karban Pesach should be eaten on Matzah Sumerayrim. And since the Karban Pesach, uh, uh, since the Karban Pesach had to be eaten by midnight, so the Matzah that we eat nowadays as well also must be completed by midnight. We are now three lines from the bottom of Kuvcha from the base, and we will hold it here for today.